Ephesians chapter 6. And our text for this morning is found there in the verse 14. Stand therefore, having your loins girt about with truth. Stand therefore, having your loins girt about with truth. Speaking about what he had suffered for the cause of Christ and the gospel, the Apostle Paul said, In labors more abundant, in stripes above measure, in prisons more frequent, 2 Corinthians 11 23, in prisons more frequent. And for the cause of Christ, we know the Apostle Paul was imprisoned many, many times. And when he was in prison, he was chained to a Roman soldier. In fact, he often speaks about those chains. For example, he referred to his chain as he stood before King Agrippa and witnessed to Agrippa of Christ. As we read in Acts 26, verse 27, Paul says, King Agrippa, believest thou the prophets? I know that thou believest. Then Agrippa said unto Paul, Almost thou persuadest me to be a Christian. Paul said, I would to God that not only thou, but also all that hear me this day were both almost and all together, such as I am, except these bonds. Agrippa, I wish you were like me, and indeed all who hear me today. I wish you were like me, except for these bonds or for these chains. So there Paul makes reference to the fact that he was chained to a Roman soldier. The book of Acts closes with Paul's address to the Jewish people there in Rome. And he makes reference to a chain again. He said, For this cause have I called for you to see you and to speak with you, because that for this hope of Israel I am bound with this chain. Again, refers to the chain there in Acts 28 and verse 20. In those years and during those times that Paul was in prison, and chained to a Roman soldier. He no doubt had the opportunity to look at the armour that the Roman soldier wore. He would have been in prison often enough and been chained often enough to know every detail of the armour worn by a Roman soldier. And Paul then uses what he saw 
and a Roman soldier to describe the armour that the Christian every Christian ought to put on put on the whole armour of God no Paul didn't make any reference to a man made armour he said the armour of God it was not a fleshly carnal armour an armour of our own making believing that we can stand against the wiles of the devil and we do this and do that or do the other we must abandon all fleshly armour and all fleshly strategy and put on the spiritual armour the armour of God such an armour is needed because as believers we are engaged in a battle with the powers of darkness every single day yes as Paul said verse 12 the rulers of darkness of this world and we pointed out over the last couple of messages the number of times Paul said we are to stand against there's no room for compromise there's no room for giving in to the wiles of the devil no we're to stand against the wiles of the devil and the only way we can do that is we have on the whole armour of God this spiritual armour so we have dealt with the verses 10 to 13 now we come to the first piece of armour that Paul mentions here in verse 14 stand therefore having your loins girt about with truth there's the first piece of armour that Paul mentions stand therefore having your loins girt about with truth the subject this morning is victory in Jesus because Christ is the truth and it's only through Christ we can gain and maintain the victory so one first of all this morning to consider the purpose of this piece of armour the purpose in the dress of the Roman soldier the belt or the girdle that he wore was used to strengthen and to support the body that wasn't obviously a narrow belt it was quite wide it helped to strengthen the body and also to support the other parts of the armour that the Roman soldier would wear the girdle therefore of truth is mentioned first truth is mentioned first in the Christian's armour and so the girdle of truth first of all is for strength the girdle was this was to strengthen the soldier 
as he fought the enemies he was engaged in a battle it strengthened him so when the Christian has his loins girt about with truth he is strengthened having our loins girt about with truth we will be strengthened to combat the wiles of the devil the railing accusations of the devil we've dealt with this in the last couple of weeks it's the wiles of the devil it's cunning craftiness as we pointed out if anyone's interested in fishing and they use a certain bait and that bait seems to catch more fish than any other bait well what will they do they'll use the same bait all the time and Satan no different the bait that he used in the garden of Eden he's used it ever since yea hath God said putting a question mark over the truth of God's word but let us remember again Satan is a liar the liar and the truth is not in him so when he speaks to us and seeks to weaken us by causing us to doubt our salvation that's one of the favorite baits of the devil to doubt your salvation you've maybe done something that you know has grieved the Lord and the devil comes in soon away you're not, you're not saved at all that's what he's about the wiles of the devil so when he seeks to weaken us by causing us to doubt our salvation how do we combat that? we do so just exactly as the Lord did when he was tempted 40 days and 40 nights in the wilderness three of those temptations are recorded for us there in Matthew 5 or Matthew 4 how did the Lord combat the devil it is written it is written it is written he used the truth he answered Satan with the truth no Satan will never succeed to weaken us when we have our loins geared about with truth and the truth is 1st Peter 1 verse 5 we are kept by the power of God through faith unto salvation ready to be revealed in the last time quite a number of times when we've had the opportunity to lead some soul to Christ to come under conviction they wanted to speak to us about getting right with God and we've gone through the scriptures and we've shown them again how they need to be saved and they say but but I could never keep it I always say to them well I agree with you 100% no you can never keep it it's the Lord does the keeping we are kept kept by the power 
of God through faith unto salvation ready to be revealed in the last time that strengthens us knowing that we don't keep our salvation God keeps us oh and another one of the wiles of the devil is when we pray we've been praying about a matter perhaps for some time and we haven't seen an answer we can hear that voice there in the darkness oh God doesn't care about you God doesn't love you God can't answer your prayer you need to forget about it we've all heard that voice that's one of the, the wiles of the devil but if our loins are girt about with truth we then know that God will answer our prayers in his time not according to our time Luke 18 verses 7 and 8 the Lord Jesus said shall not God avenge his own, his own elect with cry day and night the Lord is really saying shall not God answer the prayers of his elect who call unto him day and night though he bear long with them sometimes the Lord answers prayer almost as if before we call other times we've been praying and maybe praying for years but the Lord Jesus said shall not God avenge his own elect which cry day and night unto him though he bear long with them I tell you he will answer speedily that's the truth what the devil tells you is a lie what the Lord tells us is truth he will answer speedily and does not strengthen us but Satan seeks to weaken us with his railing accusations and his lies the truth of God's word strengthens us like having that Romans, like the Roman soldier having that girdle around us it strengthened him in the battle yes we're strengthened by truth and isn't Christ the truth John 14 verse 6 I am the way the truth the life I am the truth Christ is our girdle of truth we have victory in Jesus we have victory through him over the enemy Ephesians 1 verse 13 he is the word of truth and that's what strengthens us it's this word this word of truth and it strengthens us and gives us strength to overcome the devil but the Paul said I can do all things through Christ he strengthened it which strengthened me I can do all things 
not of my own strength, but I'm wearing the girdle of truth. I have Christ. He is the truth. He's part of the armor of God is the Lord Jesus Christ. The loins girt about with truth. What did Paul say? In Galatians 3 and verse 27, Paul said, put on Christ. Put on Christ. And here Paul is saying, put on the whole armor of God. When we put on the whole armor of God, we put on Christ. He is our armor. He is our defense. He is our strength. Praise his name. And so the girdle not only gives strength, it also gives support. We have learned that the girdle of the Roman soldier not only strengthened him and body and when he was in the conflict, but supported him and all the other pieces of armor that he had on. They're all linked together. And when we look at all the other parts of the armor, mentioned here in verses 14 through to 18, we know how we pointed out last week, you read through those verses, you'll find seven pieces of armor. Seven is the number of completeness. And so when we put on this armor, we have a complete armor. And you look at each piece of the armor, and it's related to truth. First of all, stand therefore, having your loins girt about with truth, having on the breastplate of righteousness. What do, how, how do we know what righteousness is? What do we mean by righteousness? The Pharisees had a very different idea of righteousness. They went about seeking to establish their own righteousness. They believed that righteousness was according to works. You want to know about righteousness? You'll find the answer in God's word of truth as well as righteousness Paul in verse 15 spoke about the gospel our feet shod with the preparation of the gospel there's another part of the armor and it's related again to truth for when we preach the gospel what are we preaching we preach the truth it's the truth that will set men and women free. We preach the gospel of truth. Verse 16. Another part of the armor, the shield of faith. The shield of faith. And when Paul speaks about faith, faith is according to what is taught in the truth of God's word. The Bible tells us what faith is. And the Bible is truth. And when you read the word and what the Bible says about truth <coughs> and what the Bible says about faith, then you'll know all about faith. 
and salvation and take the helmet of salvation how we see him why through the truth of God's word faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God brings us back to the truth again and the sword of the spirit which is the word of God and praise what God what we have here is the word of God and the word is truth it's all truth from Genesis to Revelation not an error not a contradiction the infallible inerrant word of the living God that's what we have here in our hands and the devil has no answer to this book and he has no answer to the truth and finally the seventh part of the armour is prayer Paul said in verse 18 praying always with all prayer and supplication there is the seventh part of the armour and again there is an associated and linked to truth for the truth of God's word it prompts us to pray doesn't it teaches us to pray not only prompts us to pray but gives us promises for prayer and shows us also teaches us the privilege it is to pray we're able to communicate with God through prayer we're able to touch heaven through prayer stand therefore having your loins girt about with truth so we're not only strengthened by truth supported by truth but there is the strategy having on this girdle of truth we want to know how to live a victorious life in Christ well we find the answer in the truth of God's word the Bible tells us how we're to live a victorious life in Christ if we make the truth of God's word our standard for living Satan will never gain the victory over us that's the way it should be some believers set their own standard no that's not the standard we're to live by we're to live by this standard here the word of God God gives us the standard as to how we ought to live and how we can live in victory Paul says in Ephesians 4 verse 27 neither give place to the devil and as when we give place to the devil it is when we compromise a little and give in a little will soon be defeated will not know the victory Peter tells us regarding the devil Paul Peter says whom resist steadfast in the faith whom resist so Paul says neither give place to the devil don't give him an inch 
neither give place to the devil. Peter says, resist steadfast in the faith, the devil. James then says, submit yourselves therefore to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Don't give him any ground at all. James 4 and verse 7. That's the strategy. Submit ourselves to the truth, to the word of God, live by the book, live by the word, submit yourselves to the truth of God's holy word, and you'll know the victory. You'll not be taken captive by the devil at his will. Paul knew the importance of living by the standard of the truth of God's word. Does it seem to be something that's very rare today? The many professing believers, they set their own standard. Well, I, I think this will be alright. I think this is alright. It's not what we think. It's what God's word says. That's how we live. We live by the word of God. Second Corinthians 2 verse 11. Paul said, lest Satan should get an advantage of us. For we are not ignorant of his wicked devices. Make sure you have on the girdle of truth, Paul said, for we are not ignorant of his wicked devices. We need the truth to combat the devil, Satan, and hell. The truth will give us the victory every time. And remember, Christ is the truth. We have victory in Jesus. So we've considered the purpose of this piece of armor. That leads us then to consider the protection of this piece of armor. Of course, the armor of God is for our protection, that ye may be able to stand against against the wiles of the devil, having your loins girt about with truth. Paul told Timothy. Told Timothy, he said, "No man that warreth entangleth himself with the affairs of this life. That's worldliness. If you're going to war against the devil, you don't want to get entangled in the things of the world. Worldliness. That ye may please him who hath chosen him to be a soldier. That's right. We want to please him. We please the Lord who has called us to be a soldier. We're enlisted in the Lord's army. Christ is the captain of our salvation. We follow his commands as obedient soldiers, as good soldiers. And we have here in this book all the commands of the Lord. 
and obeying the truth of God's word will keep us from getting ourselves entangled in the life that we once lived. No, we don't want to go back to that life. We want to live in newness of life that we have in the Lord Jesus Christ. If we want to live a life of victory in Christ, then we need them on the girdle of truth. For our protection. And for that girdle of truth, to be our protection, we need first of all to be acquainted with the truth. We need to be acquainted with the truth. It's one thing for a Christian to say, oh yeah, I, I believe the Bible is true. It's one thing saying that. It's quite another thing. To know the truth. To know what the Bible says. And so, how may we know what the Bible says? We have to study it. As it says, one thing, saying, yeah, I know the Bible's true. I believe the Bible to be true from Genesis to Revelation. There's another thing knowing it. And when Satan comes against us, in whatever form he comes, comes to your front door sometimes, doesn't it? He comes to your front door with a few of his messengers from the church of the latter day saints the Mormons and the Jehovah Witnesses and they come and they want to give you their religion how are you going to defeat them you need to know the word you need to have on the girdle of truth it's the truth that will defeat them every time. And so we need to be acquainted with the Word. We need God's Word to govern our conduct, to guide us, to guide our footsteps through life. Thy Word is an lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. That's what the word is. The word of God is truth. We need God's word to show us what it is and how we are to live a God-honoring, Christ-glorifying life. We need the truth of God's word to show us how we are to live a holy life. A holy life. H-O-L-Y. Holy. Life for the Lord we're not glorifying the Saviour if we become entangled with the affairs of this life that doesn't glorify the Lord a holy life does if we become worldly we need to know what God's word says about worldliness how does God describe worldliness it's not how we describe it 
That's how God describes worldliness. What is it? Well, we need to study the word to find out. We want to know how to live for God and live a victorious life. We need to know the truth. Paul told Timothy, 2 Timothy 2, verse 15, Study. Study. Study to show thyself approved unto God. To show thyself approved unto God, a workman that needeth not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. Do you see how Paul describes the person who studies the word? He calls him a workman. And that's what it is to study the word. You have to work on it. When I'm preparing for the Sabbath day services, when do I start preparing? Sunday evening. And I'm at it all week. It's work. And for us, to know the truth. We need to work on it. We need to study the word. Study to show thyself approved unto God. A workman that needeth not to be ashamed. Rightly dividing the word of truth. How easy it is to fall prey. To the cunning ways of the devil. Ephesians 4 and verse 14 that ye that we henceforth be no more children tossed to and fro and carried about with every wind of doctrine by the slight of men cunning craftiness whereby they lie in wit to deceive. Why there's plenty of them out there. That we henceforth be not more my children tossed to and fro and carried about with every wind of doctrine by the slight of man and cunning craftiness that's the devil that's the devil's business whereby they lie and wait to deceive that's the devil and you get all kinds of new teachings as it were and new discoveries we're told no not interested in new discoveries our new teachings what we have we have it all here all that we need is here in God's word don't need any more don't need any special revelations all that we need is here in God's word. The truth. The truth. It's the truth of God's word. And so Paul says we're to stand fast having your loins girt about with truth. And if your loins are girt about with truth you'll not be tossed to and fro with every wind of doctrine 
as well as the need to be acquainted with the word of truth we need to apply the word of truth certainly it is good when we acknowledge that God's word is truth it's quite another matter if we don't apply that word if we don't apply the word that we have just read or studied or heard if we go out from God's house and we don't apply what we have just heard not going to do us any good the devil will get the better of us but if we apply the word thy word have I hid in mine heart that I might not sin against thee Psalm 111 verse 11 thy word have I hid in my heart he has applied the word it's in his heart and if we are to know victory over Satan and not be ignorant of his wicked devices we need to know the truth and we need to apply it to our hearts. 1 Samuel 12, verse 24 Samuel told Israel only fear the Lord and serve him in truth. In other words, Samuel was telling Israel how you're to live. Serve the Lord in truth with all your heart. That's taking the word to heart, isn't it? That's applying the word. Wherewithal shall a young man cleanse his way? By taking heed. Taking heed thereto according to thy word. Taking heed. Heeding the word. The same rule applies whether we're young or older wherewithal shall a young man cleanse his way by taking heed taking heed to God's word the truth of God's word that's what it is to have on the girdle of truth we need to have that part of the armour on we're fighting the devil and we want to be victorious over the enemy of our souls how often you put yourself to the test how often after hearing the word or reading God's word do you endeavour to apply God's word you think about what we've heard and say Lord I need to apply that word to my heart I needed that word today. Indeed, we ought to pray that the Holy Spirit will apply the word. Because he's the one who will always lead us into all truth. 1 Peter 1, verse 13. Wherefore, gird up 
the loins of your mind. Stay sober and hope to the end for the grace that is to be brought unto you at the revelation of Jesus Christ as obedient children not fashioning yourselves according to the former lust in your ignorance. Don't be looking back and, and, and behaving the way you used to. But as he which hath called you is holy, so be ye holy in all manner of conversation because it is written, Be ye holy for I am holy. And that's the truth. And the word of God we are to apply it. And it's only when we apply God's word to our hearts, to our minds, and to our lives that we will live a holy life and no victory over the devil and not be conquered by the wiles of the devil. Stand therefore. Stand therefore, having your loins girt about with truth. We need to be acquainted with truth. We need to apply the truth. And when we do so, we have advantage through the truth. We have the advantage over the devil. If we have our loins girt about the truth, for we know sin has no answer to this book. Sin has no answer to the truth, to God's word. So that gives us the advantage, does it not? The Saviour himself has given us examples of that. We've already mentioned the Lord's days, 40 days, and nights of temptation in the wilderness. And how did he slay the devil? How did he silence the devil? He did it by the word of God. The devil, of course, is a past master of misquoting the word as he did in the Garden of Eden. And as he did when he tempted the Lord. But when we hold to the truth, and know the truth and have the truth applied and we answer Satan the same way with the truth we will always be victorious having our loins carried about with truth and of course you call when the devil's crowd came after the saviour the Pharisees No matter where the Lord was, Pharisees were there. Tempting him. Trying to catch him out in his words. Putting questions to him. Hoping to trip him up. You go through the Gospels. And you'll find this phrase many times. Have ye not read? Have ye not read? What did the Lord do? 
He turned them every time to the scripture. Have you not read? Do you not know what the Bible says? Do you not know what the Old Testament scriptures say? That's what the Lord was saying to them. That's how he was answering the Pharisees. Have ye not read? There they were. Professing themselves to be wise. They became fools. Because the Lord exposed their ignorance. And was saying to them, you don't even know what the scriptures say. Have ye not read? So we have the advantage. And we know the word. And live by the word. We will not be taken advantage of by the devil. We have no victory. Because there is victory in Jesus. Every time. Finally, very briefly, we'll consider the purpose of this piece of armor. The protection of this piece of armor. How do we have the power of this piece of armor? Having our loins girt about truth. There's power in this word. Power in this word. There's power in the truth of God's word. What did Paul say in Hebrews 4, verse 12? For the word of God is quick, meaning it's living. It's a living word. It is quick and it's powerful. Powerful and sharper than any two edged sword piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit and of the joints and marrow and there's a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart that's how powerful this book is there's power in the word there's power in the word to slay the enemy we'll slay Satan every time when he comes against us with his temptations and we answer with the word. We'll slay him every time. We'll silence him every time. Is that what the Lord did? There again we're referring to the 40 days and 40 nights of temptation in the wilderness. And after the third temptation and the Lord conquered him for the third time by the use of God's word and said, Satan left him. For a season. In other words, he will be back again. We can slay the devil. We can silence the devil. If we put on and guard ourselves with truth will be victorious in Jesus. Praise the Lord. The Lord bless his word to our hearts. Let's bow in prayer. Oh, our dear Lord, we do rejoice.
in the word of God the truth of thy word thy word is truth and we know Lord said has no answer to the truth of God's word it comes with his lying deceits his lying accusations the Lord we rejoice we have the truth and the truth will set us free Lord apply thy word to our hearts today may we think upon it meditate upon it be like that blessed man in Psalm 1 meditate in thy law day and night dear Lord be with us now as we leave the house of the Lord grant us Calvary mercy and Lord be pleased to return us to thy house this evening to once again spend time with thee and around thy word now may the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be our abiding portion now and forevermore Amen.